Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The 6 o'clock six-pack with Dave Mann. News Radio 610 WTVN. Coming up in just a few minutes, we'll talk with Doug LaMaurice from Cleveland.com. As the football season looms large on the horizon for both college and pro games, we'll pick uh, Doug's brain a little bit and see what he's uh, see what he thinks is in store for the Buckeyes as well as the Browns this season. Quick story uh, caught my eye here. Men are typically described by words that refer to behavior, while women are described by adjectives associated with physical appearance. That doesn't really come as a shock, I don't think. I'm not saying it's right or it's wrong, uh, but it doesn't surprise me. They found that beautiful and sexy are the two adjectives that are most often used to describe women. On the other hand, commonly used descriptors for men include righteous, rational, and brave. I've never never heard of guys referring to guys as righteous, rational, or brave. Josh the Righteous. I, I think that, that's something I'm going to refer to you from now on, Completely Josh. inaccurate as well. Josh the Righteous. Positive and neutral adjectives relating to the body and appearance popped up about twice as often for women, while males were usually described with adjectives referring to their behavior and personal qualities. So if you're not Josh the Righteous, would it be Josh the um, Psychotic? No, I'm neither. I'm somewhere in between. I'm a happy medium. Righteously psychotic Josh Cease. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> the 6 o'clock six-pack. All right, real football season is just around the corner. Obviously, Buckeyes in action Saturday at the Shoe against uh, a Florida Atlantic team. And Doug Maurice, Cleveland.com sports columnist, joins me right now. He's also... Uh, devilishly handsome, captivating purveyor of Ohio State football knowledge. Doug, thanks for joining up with the six-pack tonight. I appreciate it. Thank you for reading the intro I sent, <laughs> word for word. Well, I figured if, if you took the time to, to peck it out and send it, then, then I'm absolutely uh, going to read it. Why don't we start with um, the Browns? Uh, NFL's going to wind down preseason tomorrow night. Are there any storylines to follow concerning the Browns and and that last preseason game against Detroit? Well, most teams don't play very many starters in the fourth preseason game. So there are some guys at the bottom of the roster who are fighting for jobs. Um, But I think the the lingering question that has developed for the Browns through the preseason is their offensive line. Um, They they traded a, a really good offensive lineman in the offseason, the guys they've brought in to replace him haven't played very well. They have some high-priced offensive tackles who haven't played very well. And so there's a lot of excitement about Baker Mayfield and all the receivers and, and the, the people they have to catch and run the ball and throw the ball. But I think there's a little uncertainty and maybe even more than uncertainty about whether these guys are going to be able to block for Baker Mayfield. Yeah. And But we probably won't find that out for sure until week one. 
Uh, some people chirping about Braxton Miller. Uh, what do you think? What's your take there? Are you going to find a spot on that team or not? The Browns cut a receiver that people thought might make the team that has made people think maybe Braxton Miller will have a shot. He just got signed by the Browns a couple days ago. He did not play in any games in the NFL last year. Uh, he was a third-round choice by the Houston Texans coming out of Ohio State, but he had some injury issues. I think he might have a chance to stick around for the first four games because the Browns have a receiver who's suspended for the first four games, and maybe they'd keep him until that guy is back. Hmm. I will be very surprised if he plays any meaningful role for the Browns this year, and I actually would not be surprised if he just gets cut um, when everybody else gets cut on Sunday. I just think it's, it's an uphill battle. They have a lot of other good receivers. It's a nice little Ohio story, but it sure. might be a story that only lasts for a week. But final cuts are on Sunday, you say? Uh, is that is it? It might be Saturday. It's definitely this weekend okay. because um, you know the games. The NFL starts a week after college football, so yeah. it's, it's the thirty first, I think it is. So I guess it is Saturday, maybe. But yeah, it's coming up. All right, Buckeyes open twenty nineteen Saturday at the Shoe versus uh, Florida Atlantic. I guess Urban Myers made his picks for the uh, college football playoff. They go as uh, Oklahoma, Alabama, Clemson. And surprise, surprise, Ohio State. Does he have to say Ohio State? Do you think he's got to throw that out there? Or, I mean, is he being a good soldier by doing that? Or do you think that's legit? He's still getting a check from Ohio State. Can you imagine what we would be talking about if he had put Michigan in the playoffs? (laughs) Well, I'm not saying Michigan, but I'm saying, you know, from a realist standpoint, uh, you know. He's going to put Ohio State in. Okay. He had to put Ohio State in. It is a completely legitimate choice. There are. There are unbiased people all over the country who are predicting Ohio State to make the playoff. But, uh, you know, Urban, Urban is a very smart guy, but he's leading <laughs> with his heart on this one for sure. Doug Maurice joining me from Cleveland.com. And uh, do, do you see the Buckeyes trying to uh, rush and pass evenly on Saturday? Or do you think they get J.K. Dobbins up, you know, going early and often to kind of let Justin Fields ease into his role? I think it's exactly that. I think it's it's lean on J.K. Dobbins, even lean on Justin Fields as a runner, because I think he's a talented runner as they sort of let this passing game develop. The thing that I have said to every Ohio State fan all offseason is wipe the 2018 offense from your mind. Forget that Dwayne Haskins ever existed. That is not what this offense is going to look like. But it's going to look like a lot of what we've seen from J.T. Barrett or Braxton Miller or Terrell Pryor. But if you're expecting someone to throw for 350 yards a game like Dwayne Haskins, you're going to be sorely disappointed. Before a regular season snap has even occurred, do you think that they're totally comfortable with fields? Because I hear a lot of people talking and they're saying, well, the way Day says this and he said this, and man, I don't think that there's people that just don't feel that there's uh, the full vote of confidence there. I don't think anybody is 100% comfortable with the transfer who got here in January, who is coming in to start right away. But that is just about circumstance. I think with Justin Fields, the quarterback, and Justin Fields, the person, they're 100% comfortable. They chose Justin Fields over the guys they had on the roster. That's why they lost two of their own quarterbacks to transfer. So I think it will take some time. I don't think it will be instantaneous. But I think Justin Fields is a guy that they believe has a very high ceiling, is the type of quarterback that you can win a national championship with, And that's why I think even if there are some bumps early, they believe it's worth it. And that by 2020, I think they will be fully comfortable and invested and and may have a quarterback 
who could who could lead them to the top. Since we were already kind of hinting at prognostications early and we got the first game coming up, uh, what is your prediction on the Big Ten championship game? I've read it, but I'm going to let you articulate what it is. Yeah, I'm like the only person picking this. I am leading the Nebraska bandwagon uh, to the extent that I have Nebraska winning the Big Ten by beating Michigan in the Big Ten championship game. Hmm. I said, I think this is the year that Jim Harbaugh finally beats Ohio State, but it seems somehow appropriate to me that Michigan and Jim Harbaugh would, would follow the greatest victory of Jim Harbaugh's <laughs> Michigan career with losing to Nebraska the next week to blow a playoff, okay. a playoff spot. I, I see some knucklehead pundit online has, has uh, Ohio State and Michigan making the college football playoff. Do you think that's ridiculous? I mean, let's just say Ohio State uh, goes, you know, Ten and two, nine and three, something like that. Do you see? Would there be a possibility of two other Big Ten teams making the college football playoff? I actually a year ago predicted both Ohio State and Michigan to make the playoff because I thought they could both wind up for one loss and could play at a level to look like top four teams. Um, the way things have gone with the Big Ten lately, that is not where I think the Big Ten is. I think the Big Ten needs to worry about getting its conference champ into the playoff after having that not happen the last two seasons. But the SEC is a conference that can get two teams in the playoff right now. I don't think with the way things have unfolded with the committee that there's a realistic shot for two Big Ten teams right now. How much leeway does Ryan Day have? I think if he goes 9-3 and three or 10-2 and two, that that's fantastic. I know that there are people that will be calling for his head. Uh, your thoughts? I mean, he's a guy who has uh, – it's one of those scenarios where be careful what you wish for. You might get it. He, he's got it. You think he's sleeping well right now, or do you think he uh, got a lot of sleepless nights until they get a couple games under their belt? I think he feels good about it. I think the thing that helps him, and he's mentioned it many, many times, is that all the structure from the Urban Meyer era is in place. Same recruiting people, same strength coaches. They're doing a lot of the same things. And a lot of times when you're a head coach, when you take over somewhere, it's because things were terrible. You know, somebody got fired, and yeah. then you take over a program and ruin. That's how Jim Harbaugh got to Michigan. That is not what Ryan Day's taking over a 13-1 team. Ryan Day's taking over one of the five elite programs in college football. So he feels great about it. I think everybody should have reasonable expectations. The fact that Urban Meyer lost nine games in seven years is not normal. To lose two or three games, that in, in a year, that is normal. Yeah. So I think they deserve, both Justin Fields and Ryan Day deserve a little bit of leeway in understanding it's not all going to be perfect for 12 games. But I do think Ryan Day is, is a really good person. I think he's a good football mind. And I think he, he has to get, you know, three, four years before anybody even thinks about anything. And I think he will succeed. I just don't think he's going to go undefeated or something like that in his first year. Well, let me flip it on its ear real quick before we cut you loose. Let's just say that they maybe they make the college football playoff and get beat and don't get to the national championship. Uh, has an incredible – do you think he'll get enough credit for doing something like that? Or will everybody go, well, that's just everything that Urban put in place? I think people – the fans that I have interacted with are excited about Ryan Day. And actually what I have been surprised by is that they are – seemingly fine with Urban Meyer leaving. I have not heard people pining for Urban Meyer. I have heard people saying 
you know what? This is a smart young offensive coach. He's creative. He's a great play caller. I like this. I'm more excited for this new blood. I thought there still might be some like, oh, we're missing Urban. I don't feel that. So I, I think he will get credit. Um, it's it's not easy. Urban made it look easy sometimes. It's not. But I do think if, if he finds a way to win at the highest level, um, I, I think they will recognize that although he had a lot to work with, that will also mean that he did a really good job. All right. Doug LaMaurice, Cleveland.com sports columnist. You got some podcasts too, don't you? You want to hit on those real quick? Yeah, I do. You can listen to my Buckeye Talk podcast with my two colleagues. We do that every Wednesday. It was two and a half hours this week wow. previewing the season. I do a podcast called Takes by the Lake every Tuesday about Cleveland pro sports. And then I have a service where for four bucks a month, you can get Ohio State texts from me straight into your phone a couple times a day. That's at projecttext.com slash Buckeye Talk. It's like, it's like being my friend. I'm people. I have to have people. <laughs> they got to pay to be your friend money with me. To meet up. I have no real friends of my own. I need you to pay so I can text you. All right. Doug Maurice, Thank you so much for your time, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. The six o'clock six pack with Dave man. News radio, six ten WTVN. So if you're doing a hard task and then you think, Oh, I got to just take a little bit of a break here before I finish it. What's the worst thing you can do is go to social media. They say scrolling through your phone during a break from a challenging task doesn't let your brain recharge. It could even have the opposite effect and lead to poorer performance. Usually if I do that, I see something and it just makes me mad. And then, yeah, things just bog down from there. My suggestion is when you need a break, go to the vending machine and get a candy bar. Yeah, do that. I might do that right now. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The 6 o'clock six pack with Dave Mann. News Radio 610 WTVN. So as football Saturday uh, looms on the horizon, remember the Best Buckeye coverage pregame show starts at 9 a.m., and that'll be live from the Ozone Party on Lane Avenue, and that's on our sister station, 105.7 The Brew. And then immediately following the game, the Best Buckeye Coverage postgame show, that kicks in from TNT Equipment, and that's on 610 WTVN coming up on Saturday. Reference this a little bit earlier in the show when I was doing the weather. It's this uh, story about, it's just some tips on how to be adventurous in your everyday life. And some of these sound kind of fun. Some of them might get you a restraining order, uh, amongst other things. Like this one, sit next to a stranger on a park bench and strike up a conversation. It sounds harmless enough the way it is. It just doesn't seem like in today's day and age, people even do that anymore. Everybody's either, people are almost too afraid to even initiate conversation anymore years ago i mean that happened all the time i just is that just me or, or or not do you think that people just don't do that anymore because like i said they're 
They're stuck in their phones, and, and sometimes I'm one of those people. Get a friend to pick a recipe at random and make it for them. That sounds like a complete waste of time, effort, and money. You pick a recipe at random. Somebody gives you the recipe card and says, here, make this for them. And then you make it, and they don't like it. Then you're out the money. You're, that just sounds dumb. Let's cross that one off the list right now. Uh, try two different types of food that don't really make sense together. That's called Foodie Friday with Mark Blazer on 610 WTVN. I mentioned this one earlier, especially on a gorgeous night like tonight. Go for a walk and let your dog lead the way. That could be fun. You could also end up in a heap of trouble. You could you know, get sprayed by a skunk or mix it up with a, I don't know, some sort of forest creature. Go on a vacation to a new city or country by yourself. Would you do that? Would you actually? I mean, I wouldn't go on a vacation. Well, I could go on a vacation by myself. I just don't think I would. But there's other activities. Uh, you know, do you go to the movies by yourself? I will. I don't do it often. Usually my wife says, yeah, I'll go. But do you think, you know, when you see the one person sitting alone in the theater, do you think they're weird? Do you think, yeah, what kind of psychotic killer is that? There's nothing wrong with going to the movies by yourself. I've gone to concerts by myself and thoroughly enjoyed them. Uh, and sometimes, you know, you, you're not bogged down by anybody or anything. You can kind of do your own thing and Sometimes I would recommend it. Go out and have a little me time. How about this one? Create a whole new identity for yourself and have your friend call you by your new name in public. <laughs> that just sounds weird or kinky. Could be kind of fun if you know what I'm saying. So anyway, just uh, if you're looking on how to be uh, more adventurous, this to me sounds like the definition of hell right here. Uh, CNN is planning a climate change town hall on September 4th that will feature 10 of the Democratic presidential candidates. And this is going to go for seven hours straight. Honest to God, it's pure hell. I, I cannot imagine. Their ratings are, are have cratered so bad. How, how is this going to help? I have no idea how they think it's going to help. I have no idea how they think it's going to be interesting. I, because everyone's going to try to outdo each other, and all you're going to get is people droning on and on and on, regurgitating the same talking points. The, the only play that I can see here is that you get all of these candidates. They're, they're going to hit their social media platforms. Hey, I'm going to be on CNN, and I'm going to do my, my talk on, on uh, you know uh, climate change. And I think they're hoping that that is going to drive the ratings of, of those candidates trying to get their constituents, their followers, to, to tune into this show. Candidates will appear one after another with CNN journalists. <laughs> That's funny. In the live event to answer questions from a studio audience, each of them given about 40 minutes. It'll start at 5 p.m. Eastern with the candidate order of Julian Castro. Andrew Yang, Senator Kamala Harris, Senator Amy Klobuchar, former VP Joe Biden, Senator Bernie Sanders, Senator Elizabeth Warren, Mayor Pete Buttigieg, former uh, Representative Beto O'Rourke, and Senator Cory Booker. So even, even that lineup to me, I think, is interesting because 
they stick Beto and Corey at the very end, and I think they know full nobody's going to be around that long. So those guys are kind of cast-offs. The early ones, you know, Julian Castro at 5 o'clock, nobody's going to see that. But they've got Biden, Sanders, and Warren all kind of clumped together in what looks like prime it'll time. be about prime time. Right. So we'll see how that flies. I mean, I'll, I'll have to... Uh, I'll have to trust your interpretation, Josh. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please. Good Lord. Speaking of climate change and eco-friendly and all that stuff, a uh, the British Veterinary Association, they're known as the BVA, say meals utilizing insects for protein could help people reduce their carbon footprint. This is for your dog, for your pets. They think that you should feed your pets bugs because we need to help reduce the carbon footprint of our pets. This will help uh, halt class. I can't even say this with a straight face. And this is not from The Onion. This is an actual news story. Help halt climate change could increase the well-being of dogs and cats. Could. Could, possibly, maybe. No, no proof to back it up. And how would you even know? Are you going to sit down and ask the dogs and cats, do you feel better since you've been eating a bowl full of bugs? Instead of uh, one of your, you know, dog treats. Insect-based pet food is more expensive than other meat-based alternatives. Well, of course it is. And that's what the whole conspiracy is. Right. Is to get you to buy stuff that's more expensive under the guise that it's uh, erasing environmental damage, helping with your carbon footprint. Uh, And they say the the insect-based pet food can be up to four times as expensive as budget meal options. So I have a feeling we can all see how successful that is going to be. We'll get to a couple of other little uh, kibs and bits before we call it quits. Uh, quits. Last segment of the Six Pack Next News Radio 610 WTV. The Six O'Clock Six Pack with Dave Mann. Sounds like Bon Jovi's working on a new album. He says he doesn't know when the new album is coming out, but he said the title is Bon Jovi 2020. <laughs> so I'm guessing. <laughs> Hold on, that's a big stretch there, man. Hold on. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a leap of faith here and say 2020. I mean, did Van Halen's 1984 come out in 1984? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. It did. did Rush's 20? Oh, never mind. No, Sorry. no, yeah, kind of, kind of shot that one right. Uh, he says the songs on the album are inspired by today's headlines. It's a different record than what fans are used to. And to that, I would say, John, just stick to singing about Tommy and Gina. Thank and you. Leave it at that. Okay. Um, you know, uh, throwing away food is bad, but overeating is even more wasteful. Can we do nothing right anymore nope. in, in the existence of humankind on the planet? I get overeating is not preferred. But if you're consuming it, does that, that you're not wasting it, right? Well, according to this, you are. Excess body weight corresponds to roughly 140 billion tons of food waste globally. Uh, it's clear that overeating is bad for our planet ecologically. Uh, data from another recent report suggests that overconsumption of farmed animal products by Westerners is probably the biggest, uh, single biggest contributor to the problem. So we're all bad people. We're all going to hell. Uh, if you're 
stumped maybe about what to have for dinner tonight since we're talking about food options and stuff. Uh, here's an option. Psychologists say cannibalism is natural what? and we could adapt to doing it. <laughs> they note that groups in human history have partaken in cannibalism at various points in the past, usually out of necessity, nothing more, right? And they suspect that humans could adapt to eating human flesh if need be. So, oh, is it is this where is this where they're going the wackos? Like, well, we've got our, the, we're overpopulated, and we need to stop growing cows because we're destroying the environment for methane. Let's start eating each other. Well, I mean, then is it going back to the previous story, don't we want to fatten each other up if we're going to devour <laughs> exactly. each other? Yes. I mean, well played. Uh, I don't know. Hamburger helper. I mean, you can pretty much mix anything in with that, right? Yeah. So is there a, uh, you know, a hamburger hum- human helper? A human flesh version. Hamburger. Right. Hamburger. Yeah. Hamburger human helper. I like what you did there. Half of Americans want pumpkin spice all year round. Uh, those uh, 50% are free to exit the country now. Uh, 79% of Americans, 79% of Americans say they'd be willing to sign a petition to have pumpkin spice flavor available all year round. Where are they getting this information? I don't buy that. Who did they poll? Where did that come from? Coffee is by far folks' favorite pumpkin spice item. I, there's a lot of people that dig coffee. I can see that. Uh, 41% of people say they'd be willing to stand in line at the DMV once a month. <laughs> if it meant enjoying pumpkin spice for life. And 35, this is going to, this one's going to send you over the edge, Josh. 35% would be willing to name their child Pumpkin Spice. Pumpkin Spice Cease, I think, has a a real good ring to it. If you're willing to name your child after an awful flavor, it just says so much about you that it's just, let me put it this way. The moment that bir- that name goes on that birth certificate, Child Pumpkins. Protective Services shows up and takes the kid away from you. <laughs> uh, most teens are getting their news through social media. I, I don't think that's a shocker, really. Well, here, here's my thought on that. It says 54% of teens get their news at least a few times a week via social media, like Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Another 50% say they get it from YouTube. If teens are getting real actual news, then I applaud them. Exactly. They're not getting real news. If it's what Taylor Swift wants you to do, that that doesn't qualify as real news. And I would also say that, I mean, most Americans are getting their, most adults are getting their news via social media as well. So I, I don't really know what they're trying to illustrate by pointing that out. Labor Day weekend, I don't know if you're hitting the road or not. National Safety Council predicts an estimated 398 deaths and another 45,300 serious injuries over the three-day Labor Day holiday. That estimate is actually lower for a uh, three-day Labor holiday in four years. So I guess that's a good sign. Alcohol, one of the biggest causes of holiday weekend crashes, 36% uh, of all 2017 Labor Day crashes involved an alcohol-impaired driver. So don't do that, okay? Bucks line in tomorrow night, the triumphant return for the season. And then I'll get back with you Friday night with Pumpkin Spice Cease for the, uh, the Friday night beer show. 
News Radio 610 WTVN. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.